1: Good morning. This is Rick Howard with the Daily Beast. It's Friday, June 5th, and these are the top five stories the Chichi Chi team is watching right now. Peaceful protests in New York State took a dark turn late Thursday as graphic video emerged of an elderly man being knocked to the ground by police in Buffalo. The shocking incident in Buffalo's Niagara Square occurred outside City Hall, where a video posted by local media shows the man approaching police as they attempt to clear the square, only to be violently shoved. The man falls backwards and slams his head into the ground, left seemingly unconscious, as protesters can be heard screaming, quote, he's bleeding out of his ear. Buffalo Police Commissioner Byron Lockwood ordered the suspension of the two officers involved, and New York Governor Andrew Cuomo called the incident, quote, utterly disgraceful. Elsewhere, protesters in New York City were confronted with swarms of police officers using batons on people who had been demonstrating peacefully. LinkedIn prides itself on being the highly professional, civil, troll-free antithesis to all other social media platforms. But on Wednesday, the company's own internal meetings looked like a Facebook comment section dumpster fire more than anything. Earlier this week, The site announced it would hold a company-wide virtual town hall to address nationwide social unrest and urge people to bring along questions. LinkedIn employees followed those instructions precisely, and the results were a disaster. Throughout the meeting, anonymous staffers shared opinions echoing detractors of the Black Lives Matter movement. Several commentators criticized LinkedIn's position on diversity hiring, equating such practices with alleged racism against white people. One complained, quote, as a non-minority, all this talk makes me feel like I'm supposed to feel guilty of my skin color. CEO Ryan Roslansky shared a note addressing employee complaints about the comments, which he said were appalling and offensive. For all the accusations from President Trump and Attorney General William Barr that, quote, Antifa terrorists have hijacked protests against institutional police racism, none of the 22 criminal complaints representing the first wave of protest charges, mention Antifa in any way. One case references anarchism as a motivating ideology, not anti-fascism. Another high-profile one in Las Vegas references the so-called, quote, boogaloo far-right trend of provoking a race or civil war. But the early charges do not indicate that anti-fascist motivations have provoked violent activity that the Trump administration and its allies have spent the better part of a week attributing to it. In a press conference on Thursday, Barr continued to claim evidence existed that Antifa, which he mistakenly called a group, was committing acts of violence at the protests. Instead, Antifa is an ethic rather than an actual group. And if it were a group, there's no domestic terrorism law for designating a non-foreign entity as a banned terrorist organization. The New York Times apologized Thursday for publishing an op-ed earlier this week by Republican Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton, headlined, quote, send in the troops, which called for the use of U.S. military forces against people protesting George Floyd's death while in police custody. The piece provoked a strong backlash, most of all from the Times' own staffers, who said the column's overt call for violence endangered their Black colleagues. The paper's apology blamed the publication of the column on what it called, quote, a rushed editorial process. It promised to amp up the fact-checking operation and publish fewer opinion pieces. Kanye West was actually spotted joining the Chicago protests over the death of George Floyd on Thursday night. Wearing a mask and a black hoodie, the rapper did not stay for long at the Southside gathering and did not speak to the crowd. Leaders of the demonstration called for the defunding of the Chicago Police Force and the end of a contract between the city schools and law enforcement. West had announced earlier in the day that he established a $2 million fund for George Floyd's daughter to attend college. He also reportedly donated to the families of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor. Let's see if he keeps supporting President Trump after all of this. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us on your smart speaker or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Paige
0: DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.